Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Affection Connection. I love this show. Yeah, me too. I am your life god of love, Ron Kolick. With me, my lovely wife of many, 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 <laughs> many centuries. 50 to be exact. Centuries is St. Jan. Good morning, everyone. It's not necessary. Also with me is that other person, <laughs> the man who puts ours in relationship, Mr. Lou. Lovely. Well, I want to give him a name right now. Yeah, he's on. He needs me to have a different name now. Love Lou. Just fine. I'd like Love Lou. <laughs> like I could just disappear now and everything would be fine. Just come up with another name. Just another name. We are not professionals. We are. Nope. And you guys do anybody with uh, <laughs> with real problems of the relationship. So you're telling me if the show is technical difficulties, it's no, we're because you're not a professional we're media professionals. We're not relationship professionals or psychology professional. I consider anyway. myself a professional. OK, we're not certified. <laughs> oh, How's people that? have said I've been certified, should be certified, let's put it that way. If you have any significant problems, drug abuse, domestic abuse, things like That's that, right. seek professional help. We're not the people to go to, That's but right. we're just calling on our experience on the day-to-day -day struggles that uh, in relationships. Man and woman have on this planet. Yeah. The show is for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> That's right. Any views expressed is strictly those of the participants and not those of the whatever this is <laughs> which is to say we're not always we're not always wrong but like i said if it's something never wrong i don't know about you <laughs> if it's something no serious seek professional love yeah. anyways um we first of all we want to thank you listeners for uh, making this show because without you and your questions and everything else we wouldn't have a show so thank you so much keep them coming in you can send them to uh well you can message us on our facebook page or you can uh Call in the station while the show is live at 978-659-0072. And you can actually see it on the screen there. Or you can email them to me at neghostproject at comcast.net. The letter N, the letter E, ghostproject at comcast.net. It's on the screen because we're broadcast professional. We are broadcast. Well, <laughs> you are. I am not. So let's kick it off. Let's okay. let's have one of these fabulous questions. Can I start? Fine. Ladies before gentlemen. <clears throat> My mother-in-law is in her 70s and has her own house with a pool. She is a widower and lives alone. Sometimes when we drop by, we have found her naked in the backyard, either swimming or sunbathing. We have spoken to her about it, but she sees nothing wrong with it. Because of this, we are reluctant to bring our teenage children over to the house to go swimming. They're constantly asking us why we can't visit her and go swimming. I always make up excuses. What shall we do? Well, if she told them that grandma swims or sunbathes naked, they wouldn't want any part of that. So that would solve that problem. Well, we don't know how what she looks like. She could be a good looking chick at 70. Just because she's a la natural. Well, that's <laughs> Some my... people find, and especially of those of European descent, Mediterranean and others, find the body beautiful and don't mind displaying it. I'm just saying. Yep. Yeah, well, people have phones, right? Make a phone call. Can I bring the kids over? Yeah. Exactly. Can you put a swimsuit on so I can bring the kids over? Yeah, if you want to see grandkids, you got to have clothes on. Yeah. Did they, did they even talk to her about it? I don't know. Well, yeah. yeah, she said she refuses. It says she refuses, right? She sees nothing wrong with it. 
and there is nothing wrong with it. You want to go swim in your backyard naked? Right, exactly. Swim in your backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That there's nothing wrong with that. And and what is the but phrase? But if the teenage kids want to come over, when somebody we, make when a phone we call. drop by, is, is when we drop by. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When we drop. There you go. By. That's yeah. telling. Yeah, it's like uh, you know. She's if you know be... your seventy-year-old mother is swimming in the nude, don't drop by. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got cell phones, right? Make a phone call. <laughs> just don't want to FaceTime. Can can we just <laughs> can both sides just accommodate each other a little bit? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Not, we're not. Yeah. yeah. So much in this world is the way it is. Nobody wants to accommodate. Yeah. Well, I personally don't find nudity comfortable. No. So. Yeah. But it's her house. It's but, her house. Yeah. yeah. What's my famous saying? My house, my rules. But listen, you're a <laughs> seventy-year-old woman, and your teenage grandkids want to come over and swim. They don't just show up. Right. It's, it's not. That's. Not the way you do it. Nope. Yep. Right. I mean, just courtesy, common respect. You, you make a phone call. Hey, can we come over and swim about four o'clock? Sure. Let me get my bathing suit on. <laughs> yeah. That's if that's if she agrees to that, of course. Yes. If, so, what if she doesn't agree? Then you don't go. Well, you're the famous. It's your house. It's your rules, right? Yeah. If she wants to swim naked. Let her swim. Yeah. She's gonna. She gets the right to swim naked in her own house. Right. If she trades that for time with her teenage grandkids. Okay, that's her decision to make. I wonder if they come over there in the wintertime when there's no pool. And what she's walking around the house thinking? No, no, this is the visit. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't say that she walks around the house naked. It just says she swims in the nude and sunbathes. Yeah. So I assume it's a listen. And you, that's my assumption, of course. Do you want people just dropping in on you? Hell no. No, exactly. <laughs> a little common respect. Yeah. I mean, hey, we're coming. Put a swimsuit on. <laughs> you know, in the olden days, they used to do that all the time. What? Yeah. Just drop in. Just drop in. Yeah, I remember. Well, there many... were no phones. Right? I remember. <laughs> yeah, there were phones. It wasn't that old days. I'm talking about. No, but I mean, I what... mean, even growing up, we, you know, my dad would say, "Okay, we're gonna go visit Aunt Louise or whatever," and we'd pile in the car and drive over there, and then Without... say, "Oh, good to see you," and all that. It was a big deal back then. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You just dropped in on people. You didn't. I'm sorry. Them. We've evolved past that. Make a damn evolved. phone call. What? Make a damn phone call. Evolved? Yes. It was like, wait a minute. We have have we no time for other people? Is that what it is? No, no. We, we, it's I, not the point. You can go visit people, but just a phone call first. It's right. It was crazy. it was always an honor, you know. I mean, when you well, got times a, have changed, Ronald. Times when, have when you changed. Get, growing up, Jen, when you got a new car, didn't your father used to get in, go around, show all the relatives your new car? Yes, and I remember when my sister and brother and my mom and dad went out in the new car, but I was sleeping. It was nighttime. I was sleeping. So they left me sleeping and they went around the corner and came back and they told me about it the next day. There you go. Wow. Some people Come never, on. never you, let go of it. No, things. you need to. You of all people, you would not want people, well, you and me of all people, right? <laughs> the same person. You would not want people just showing up at your front door. I know, door. but that's, yeah. I'm just saying that's the way the world is. It's, it's terrible. I mean, you know, one of the worst things that ever happened to this world was the invention of air conditioning. Yeah, it's seriously true sure enough, because back in the olden days, when the world was hot, everybody went out on the stoop and they sat on the stoop and you talk to your neighbors and everything else. And, yeah. and nowadays with air conditioning, nobody comes out of the house. <laughs> I ain't going out there. It's hot. I say that about the Hampton Beach Casino. Air conditioning ruined that place. Oh, OK. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, I used to love going to shows the there Beach, and you would just Hampton Beach Casino. Yeah. Ruined the, it, ruined it would be it. hot and you'd just sweat. And at a certain point in the show, when they were sold out or whatever, they would open up the front doors and the back doors and that sea breeze would come through. Oh, yeah. oh it was the best thing. Yeah. 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 All right. So but no, make a phone call. Make a phone call. Yeah. If she decides that she'd rather swim naked than have her teenage grandkids over. 
you know, check, your, ki- check your kids, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> that's her choice. Yeah. I mean, that's a decision they have to make for their children, but the grandmother also has to make yep. her decision. But if she wants to do that, then the hell more power to and it. I don't care if it is your grandmother or your mother. You don't just drop by. Make a phone call. You what tell you, them. What are you doing? Can I come over? Yeah. 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 God. And no teenage kid wants to see their, or think about their grandmother. Oh, you don't know that. In the name. <laughs> go ahead. I'm going to go blind. <laughs> Lou, you got something for us? Uh, hello, my 14-year-old son is a member of a school football team. He's a defensive back and a decent player. And at the end of the last season, another player fell on his leg and he broke it. Not badly, but his season Ouch. was ended. How many not badly broken legs are there? <laughs> he healed well enough and in the fall, he wants to play for the well, team there are again. different kinds of fractures, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I know, healing fracture. There are, no good, there are no good broken legs. No, it's not good broken legs. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> he healed well, and he in this fall, he wants to play for his team again. While my wife is against it and told him he cannot play. I do not agree with this and think her uh, he should be allowed to play if he wants to. What are your thoughts? 14-year-old son. So he's not in high school, right? Yes. Middle school, right? No, he's in high school. Oh, high school, high school. that's freshman year? Yeah, it must yeah. be freshman. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking middle, but yeah, you're right. Yep. Um, I uh, 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 lose talking. Oh, I beg your pardon. <laughs> no, the the kid makes gets to make this decision. If he wants mm. to play football, you kind you let him play football. You, you can't. I understand your concerns, and there are a lot of concerns about concussion. There's a lot of things going on with football and hockey now, <laughs> and I understand that. But you know, especially if he's a good player, let him play. Mm. What would the father say? The father says, I do not agree with her and thinks he should be allowed to play if he wants to. What are your thoughts? If he wants to, I think that's a key word there. Yeah. Yeah. Jan, what do you think? I think the kids should be able to play. As a woman, I understand a mother is always concerned about one of their children being injured. Unfortunately, that's a fact of life. But I think he should be allowed to play again and hopefully not get injured. If he's hopefully he's not like sales. God, <laughs> if he's particularly small and hasn't played, but he's played and is good at it, yeah, so he can handle himself on the field, right? If he's, mm-hmm. I, I could see a situation where he's just too small right now to play, but you know what? Kind of that's coach's decision too, right? Right. Go play, and if you can, well, that's a parent's decision, not a parent decision. What that's he's a saying parent's is decision. What what Lou was saying is the coach wouldn't have him on the team if he didn't think he could manage. You're right, you agree with that, but it's yeah. still the parents' decision too. As, yes. as far as that, yes. that you know, I mean, it, 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 when you raise children, it's a you know, it's not a one-person thing. It shouldn't be, anyways. At least, no. well, I know. But what happens when you get into a conflict like this, where you, the sides are evenly split? My house, my to, rules. <laughs> the father wants him to play, and the mother doesn't want him to play. What does the kid say? That's the kid wants to play. There yeah. you go. Yeah. And again. It, it, if you gave me circumstances where the kid was exceptionally small and was just going out for the football team because he loves football, I could see where you might have some caution, but he's played before and he's, you know, pretty good. He just got injured. You know, people get injured playing sports. And I mean, you know, a lot of people uh, don't like sports now, especially hockey and, and football because of the aggression involved in it. But, but quite frank, frankly, aggression sports are, are good for your psyche at times and, and they let your frustrations go out and, 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 you know, it, it makes you a better mindset. Sometimes I must say it all the time. So I know this yeah. sounds old school, yeah, but like the whole that. school sports experience is so missing in today's society. 
your mm. kids should be playing sports. Mm. There's so many lessons that you learn from mm -hmm. it. Oh, yeah. Good and bad. Yeah. Good and bad. Yeah. But that's part of learning, right? It that's is. Part it's part of up. life. Yeah. It's part of learning things. But which... this whole thing about being being part of something that's bigger than yourself, this right. is a hugely important lesson to Team kids. thing. The team thing. Team yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Be a team player. Yes, I agree. Team 100%. sports. Team sports are huge, and I think they're underplayed, and I, I think they're vilified, over vilified at this point. Yeah, yeah. He's going to learn a lot of great experiences from being a freshman on a football team. And, right. and too many parents try to protect the crap out of their children too. Mm -hmm. I think too. So that's just my opinion. But anyway, all right. You're next. Oh, I am next. All right. So what do we got here? I'm sure we have something good. Oh, this is interesting. My husband and I bought a love seat at a thrift store. While cleaning it, we found $6,000 in the Ooh. cushion. Where do they shop? I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although we can use the money, I want to return it. However, my husband says find his keepers and we should, we should keep keep it or at least half. <laughs> who do you agree with? Return it to who? I, the store, I guess. But does the store know who I don't know. donated it? What are your thoughts? Well, six thousand dollars considered about a lot of money. Yeah, it's not a buck and a half. I'm interested in what Jan thinks of this. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, because I have my opinion and I don't feel good about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a year or so ago, I came out of the um, pedicure place, and I had to park way, way back because all the the spots were taken in front. Well, when I came out afterwards, I looked down and I saw what I thought was a dollar bill, you know, folded up. So I picked it up and then I saw two. I said, oh, a $2 bill. Well, it turned out to be two $20 bills. Okay. Now there was nobody around. All those spots were empty. There's nobody in the pizza shop where that person probably came out of. So I kept the money. Someone's going to call a station and said they lost that $20. Yeah. <laughs> they want it back. No, it was $40 in the 20s. The way I thought about it, and I, I feel bad, I'm assuming it was a man. And he had his keys. Wow. This is an assumption. Let me finish. Men tend to stick their um, Excuse me? money in their pockets. Right. And yep. his key was keys were there. So I assume he had the pizza in one hand. He fished for his keys, and the two 20s came out and didn't notice it. It's a good assumption because women keep their money inside their you, oh, God, stuff doesn't horrible. fall out. No, I always put my money away before I leave the counter. She's so annoying. It's like, okay, let's go. Well, I better put everything back the way it was. It's like, oh, give me a break. Lord, I'm mercy. organized. Keep the money. I mean, if you if you knew six thousand dollars. First of all, okay, let's go back to the uh, ownership chain of this money. There was the thrift store. Yep. That got the thing as a donation yeah didn't check it it's not their money right right the people who donated the couch i'm willing to bet it wasn't their money because right. they'd right. know they put six thousand yes. dollars in the in the love oh shop. yeah it could be like a you know clean out a house or something yeah. yeah exactly yeah. could have been the you know the last person owned or the person before yeah getting to the rightful owner isn't necessarily possible in this case because again you got to go back at least two chains of custody because mm. it's not the thrift store it's not the people who donated right mm -hmm. right so keep the money Right? I, I tend to agree with you. Oh, you could donate to charity. Could take the, if take the high road about it. You could. Uh, you could donate it to your own nonprofit. <laughs> most of us are living at this point. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but to get back to that, um, elderly people, grandparents, our grandparents and stuff like that, tended to 
squirrel money away because they remember the depression and the banks failing yep. and things like that. I know a woman that hid money in the flower canister, you know, at the bottom of the flower yep. canister. And another time this person hid money and couldn't remember where it was hidden. So she kept looking for it, you know, but that, that was the cultural thing of the times. So Lou, I have a problem. I'd take two here. grand and bring it to the brook. <laughs> Put four grand in the bank, take two grand and go to the brook. What's the brook? Uh, the casino up in Seabrook. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. Mm. yeah. What's your problem? Jan, she's so small. We lost her behind the mic. Oh, well, she can move the mic a little bit. You move the mic. Where does it go? Whoa, easy. That? Yeah, see your face. You can tell where it is. Well, we don't knock the place No, over. not so far back. Just move it to your left. Just a little. There you go. And point it to it. A little oh, bit. There thank you, you. Yep. There I was trying go. to work that. Because it was it was like, you know, one of those Hiding little, little old ladies that drive the cars behind the wheel. You know? <laughs> but I don't swim naked. <laughs> I had a swimming pool in the backyard. See, you okay. Should, you should try it because that's liberating. Oh, so I didn't mention how what I would do. Yeah, what would you do? Uh, Anytime now. I'm just thinking. I mean, it's like I I want to give it back, but like Lou said, there's no chain of command there. So yeah, I, I pretty pretty much I think we keep it. So there you go. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel I, guilty about it. Quite frankly, guilty. I feel something. Yeah. Guilt is a little strong, but I <laughs> I would feel bad. Feel but something. what are you gonna do? Yeah. yeah. Feel bad is a good word. Well, what what would you do in these situations where you go to the thrift store and you buy a Monet or you buy yeah. something that's incredibly good? Someone's going to grab that on you because there's a chain of command on that one. Yeah, probably. <laughs> there is, yeah. quite frankly, yeah. Yeah. for the most part. I, there's been many stories. I mean, there was a, just recently uh, some guy who had uh, Declaration of Independence. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so they, a draft of the Declaration. Took care of that little baby. Yep. Anyways, Jan, you got something for us? Okay. Hmm. I work for a large call center in a shared cubicle. Each shift, a different person uses it. When I come in the morning, it's like a pigsty. I'm not exaggerating. There's half-eaten food, empty drink cans and bottles, dirty tissues and more. I usually come in early to prepare myself for the day, but instead I have to clean up the mess. It's more than annoying. I have not, was not hired to clean up after others. I'm at the breaking point. How should I handle this? especially since his boss and mine are not the same. Well, that is kind of an open situation as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And I would just go ahead and clean it up and make it sanitary and acceptable for me. Take some pictures, email them to your boss, have your, try oh. to get your boss to, to talk to his boss. And Oh, that's a good idea too. I didn't even think of that yeah. one. Yep. So it's basically all you can do at this point, right? Exactly. I've never had to share a cubicle. All in my work career, everybody had their own cubicle. What about was... that uh, place in Lawrence? The, remember that one, the call center? The one that's on uh, River Road. Oh, never oh, mind. I... Never mind. <laughs> uh, yes, that was Gemline. Yeah, Gemline. No, I had my own cubicle there. Oh, okay, I didn't yeah. know if you, you shared it. In that one. Or if there's only two shifts, take all the trash off your cubicle before and then put it back on for the guy, for the night guy <laughs> passive aggression <laughs> exactly no i just add to it just add to it <laughs> yeah but some people don't like to work like that not too bad you know one day i would just bring in whatever i want just, just, just let it pile up just pile up and just leave it the way it was 
when I worked, my cubicle was like my home and everybody, you know, felt that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I kept my neat because I'm a neat, organized person. I'd have a few personal things, you know, tastefully, I thought. And then I worked with people. One woman had beanie babies over every square inch of her cubicle surface. It made me crazy. I'd go by there and I'd want to sweep them all into a bucket. Yeah. You know, but that was her cubicle and she had, you know, management didn't say anything. It was none of my business. Well, yep. So what do we think? Is it, Lou, did you mention on that? You said, yeah, I said take some pictures, give them to your boss, tell your boss to talk to his boss, oh, try pictures. that. If that doesn't work, just keep, like I said, pick it up and put it back and just keep piling it up. I just add to it, but whatever. You know, I think you're, I agree with you though. You should talk. Or let it pile I up, would yeah. talk to your boss and, you yeah. know, because I'm sure bosses speak to each other. Yeah. I'm sure they have meetings. <laughs> it is disgusting, but you can't control everything. But I understand her frustration. I mean, mm. she's probably one of those people like you, Janet, that comes yeah. in early, wants to get set up for the day, all right. organized and everything else. And she has to deal with this before she can work. That's the first move. But if you want to get passive aggressive, like, like Jan said, I'm, I'm all for it. Because it just stop piling up stuff for them. That's well, what I said. said bring, new, bring new yeah. stuff. Huh? See, I, no, Ronnie said about putting the stuff back. Oh. I would just clean it up. No, Ronnie said just keep piling on top of it. Right. <laughs> I said pick it up and put it back, but first step is to talk to you, but to go yeah. through the chain of command and see mm. if it yeah. See, and like like you said, helps. taking pictures was a great idea, Lou. Yeah, yeah I, I agree on that. Okay, Lou, what do you got? My husband and I recently went to a wedding of a family member. While we were there, a friend of the wedding party was obviously drunk and made a spectacle of himself. I told my husband to speak to the groom about him, but he refused. He said it was not his responsibility. I was so upset he ruined the wedding. Was I right? If not, what should he have done? He meaning your husband? I think so. Yeah, no. I know what Ron and I, my answer is, why does the husband have yeah. any responsibility? Exactly. It's a no-win situation. Why is him. it in his lap? Right. No. No. He can't say anything, and the wife is out of line expecting him to say I know who rules anything. that rest. First of all, not your wedding. Right. Not your circus. Not your monkeys. Let them deal with it, right? If it was acceptable to them, then you kind of have to live with it, right? Right. And it's certainly not your husband's responsibility. <laughs> What's he going to do, get punched out by a drunk person? I don't know. What yeah. should he have done? His husband did exactly, her husband did exactly what he should have done. This is like, let it go. Right. Yeah. It's not like you have to see this guy again, right? No. I love that. What should he have done? I know. I have this problem. What should he have done? Yeah. Well, your problem. You go say something. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It is funny. So we agree that... Should have done nothing. He should have done. Nobody should have done anything. Or if there's I mean, or not that couple. I'm talking about. Or the if there's a no. manager there of the hotel or venue or whatever, maybe. Oh, quiet. No, it's a uh, it's a wedding. You go for your four hours. You go home. Right. And you exactly. let it go. Right. If the bride, if the bride and the groom aren't complaining, there's no complaints because right. it's it's their this their party, right? right? Oh, Why I you, agree. You know, yeah. You're more offended apparently than the bride and the groom were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That marriage is going to last. <laughs> so so funny though. What should he have done? <laughs> I thought you'd like. <laughs> I can't believe my husband didn't do anything about this. That bastard. <laughs> poor, guy, poor guy. Probably didn't want to go to the wedding anyway. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's probably her family. <laughs> All right. What do we got? Yep. One for me. Yep. Yep. Oh, I am divorced and remarried. I have been with my current wife for twelve years. My next ex never remarried. 
Every so often when she gets lonely, we get together for sex. My new wife's unaware of this. <laughs> I would imagine. I don't see anything wrong with it since I was married to her before. Wow. I do feel guilty in hiding it from my current wife. Hashtag rationalization. Should I tell her or, or just let sleeping dogs lie? <laughs> I know who the sleeping dogs are. Exactly, yes. God. People. Who wants, to, who wants to jump in on this one? Well, he's an idiot. He's selfish. He has yep. no morals or values for his current marriage. Yep. He's a loser and a jerk. <laughs> Why do you say what you really mean? <laughs> I'm on board with all of that. Really? Yeah, he's a jackass. Can't have your cake and eat it too. I think that's the line. So uh, to me, I mean, it's like, okay, if you're going to do with this, then tough shit. You're, oops, did I say that? You said that. Then uh, you have to deal with the, the guilt involved. That's all as right. simple as that. I mean, and the consequences if it comes to light. Right. That's, that's the. You know, your bed, you lie in it in so many ways. <laughs> so let's take a look at the psychological profile here. So go ahead, the go guy is it. doing this, right? Yes. And then he's got to write a letter to get someone to what? It's, uh, it, it's a mercy. Write off on it or? It's a mercy love. It's a mercy. <laughs> but I mean, he needs it someone. Is. I mean, she's lonely. So she, is it, every so often she gets lonely. So evidently she oh, yeah. makes the contact. We get together for sex. So he's just, you know, it's a mercy love. I'm just saying. <laughs> His ex-wife, he still loves her in a way. It's just doing a service. <laughs> doing a service. I know that. No, but I'm wondering about the probably psychology. She, probably should get a medal for this. I'm wondering about the psychology of somebody who does this and then writes a letter to somebody asking for whether it's okay. <laughs> it's like, no, exactly. it's not okay. Because he wants wants uh absolution that's all yeah no you know, I'm sorry. i can't i can't hand it here so you're not getting it here i guess no <laughs> not for me i don't know you get you get absolution for him no <laughs> <laughs> that marriage ain't gonna last the first one then i'm just, <laughs> she ever finds out it's it's death divorce by a the thousand. second wife and go by to the back to the first one a death by thousands of dollars <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thousands of paper dollar cuts yeah. <laughs> oh, i love that Oh, well. oh, we got some winners here today. Mm. All right. What do we got, Jen? Hi, Jen? I've been invited to attend my 25th high school reunion. My friends and the organizers are constantly begging me to go on social media. I do not. I hated high school. I was bullied and had few friends. I'm happy now and do not want to bring up bad memories. I would like to refuse and send a nasty note telling them how bad these people were to me then. But my husband thinks that is the wrong thing to do. He says we should go and show them how well I turned out. I'm a mother doctor and have a decent figure. What is the best way to handle this? Well, one, I wouldn't give them the satisfaction of sending them a, a nasty note. She's... This person graduated in 1997, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's the 25th anniversary. She graduated in 1997. Is that really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I know, it's scary. It yeah. is scary. <laughs> so again, I wouldn't give them the satisfaction of letting them know how badly they made me feel that was that's just giving them you know ammunition or whatever the husband shouldn't force her to go oh no it doesn't say that yeah. does it no 
Yeah, he's he, advising he her that should she go. should. Yeah, so he's giving his opinion. Yeah. So that's yeah. not, you know, no. that's like me yelling at you just because I give my opinion sometimes. I'm yelling. At the top of your voice. Give your opinion loudly. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Yes, you do. She thinks criticizing it at all is yelling. It's yeah. like, no, it's not yelling. Carry on. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm getting badgered and I'm, I'm saying this lightly because I like the people and it's not that it's nothing bad, but I'm getting badgered because our 45th high school reunion was put off by COVID. So they're having it this year. Uh -huh. And it's like, I don't want to go. I mean, I yeah. like those guys. I have no need to go back to, I mean, and, but oh, with so her, this, it's only 25 years. This kind of fits then, right? Yeah. But here's, here's the thing. Don't write the note. Useless. No one cares. They're just going to look yeah. at you like a jerk. Don't go. Right. Let it go. Yeah. <laughs> It's not that big a deal. Move on. Exactly. Right? Just say, yeah. I've never uh, been to one of my high school reunions because it could care less. Yeah. Wasn't a big, important part of my life. And how long did you wrestle with that decision? 15 seconds. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what you got to do at this I went point. to one. The 20th. Yeah. And I understand people, some people like to go to reunions and that's fine. And, yeah. you know, I had a huge graduating class. So that's part of it. But. But it's like, I have no interest in going back to reunion. I don't dislike anybody or didn't dislike mm. the time period. But So what's your advice to her? Let it go. It's like, let what, what go? She's wrestling with this decision on so, whether to go to the reunion. You don't want to go. That's perfectly acceptable. So you're saying don't go. Don't go. Yeah, I agree. Janet? I agree. Don't go. Don't go. Mix yourself a it's drink and forget reunion, about it. Not his. I, I mean, we, go we, have a margarita at the fire pit. She's, in the back she's done well with herself, so it's a good way of, in your face. I mean, just saying. Yeah, but that's. But do you need bring, that? Who needs that? I don't, exactly. Don't some people it. do. If they, yeah. she's still carrying that hurt, then maybe that's a way of getting it off her. It's like a oh, closure for her. Yeah, closure. Yeah. But yeah. she doesn't want to go. She doesn't want to bring herself down to that level. So leave her be. Okay, you've seen a lot of high school reunion mo movies. When when does this ever go well? <laughs> <laughs> When you bring the hooker, <laughs> <laughs> drive up in the, you rent your Remember Porsche, you know, drive up with the hooker, <laughs> your Porsche, drive up with the arm trophy. And, yeah, there you, you know. go. <laughs> you know, we, how many movies have we seen like that? That never That's, works. Out I know well. it never works. <laughs> yeah. So I think we're all in agreement on this. This is right? an important life lesson though, for me, yeah. decide on the things you're going to spend mental energy on and the right. ones that you're not going to spend mental energy on. Whether you go to your high school reunions, one of those things there, no, right. I'm not going to, I guess it's a 30 second decision. Mm. No, nah, I don't think I want to go. Right. And then you're done. Right. Mm. It's like we're working. They always had these, especially um, if it was such a bad experience or it just don't go. Right. What's the big deal. Okay. When so, I worked, they always had like these girls night out and I hated them. I had to go to them occasionally oh. because all the women I worked with in yeah. that group would know. But to me, I should have been paid for those extra hours being with them. Yeah, that's <laughs> like us didn't have to go in for beers after hockey. We we didn't want to go, but no, no it's not like to. that at all. But because we were forced to. <laughs> yeah, you're not <laughs> like that at all. You that's couldn't right, force us not to. <laughs> that's the best part of playing on a hockey team. <laughs> going to the bar afterwards. We had one one time. Remember that uh, the guy you'd go to a strip club or something after a hockey game or something, and the guy was uncomfortable about it or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah, something, yeah. Yeah. It's a hockey team. Go. Go with it. Yeah. Get, put your big boys with pants on. Add to your life experience and yeah. Move on. <laughs> my turn? No, I mm -hmm. think it's my turn. Oh, I apologize. Wait a minute. You did the high school reunion, didn't you? No, she did the high school reunion. You did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, Judge and Lou. My apologies. 
Uh, my husband of 39 years recently passed away of cancer. On his deathbed, he confessed that he had an affair with an old girlfriend when we first got married. I was overcome with a flood of emotions. Since his death, has been, uh, it has been in my thoughts. When I think of him, I no longer have loving thoughts about the good times we had together, what a creep he was for cheating on me. I told my sister about this, and she thinks it was selfless that he eased his conscience by confessing and caused me more heartbreak. Do you agree? I agree with the sister. Yes, and it's his selfish, not selfless. He was selfish to confess to Did her. I say? Oh, I, yeah. I, I probably, I probably he had a typo. I probably yeah. misspelled it. Yeah, yeah that's, that was a bastard thing to do. It was. Go Confess to your priest. Yeah. Have extreme unction, but don't tell your wife something because it's not going to help her at all. Right. She should have dug him up again and beaten him with a <laughs> shovel. <laughs> <laughs> she probably didn't bury him after that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the... <laughs> they've been married for 39 years mm -hmm. had an affair early in the marriage. So apparently it was okay for the other 39 years. That's what he should have told her. Right. At the beginning. He shouldn't have told her at all. What? That he had an affair? Yes. No, don't tell her. And your deathbed? What? what no, no, no. Not on the deathbed, but she told him when he had the affair. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Fair enough. Yeah. If he wants to ease his conscience, he should have done it, it 39 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 What positive was there in him confessing on, on his deathbed? It made him feel better. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't deserve to feel it better about that. That was just purely did, selfish. All he did was hurt her. Depending on how you read that. All he did was hurt her when he didn't need to hurt her. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. My turn? Yep. That was rather easy i guess all right let's see here's one my sister and i have always been great friends and we enjoy each other's companies the problem is we have <laughs> the problem we have is our children whenever we get together we spend most of our time breaking up fights dealing with other other child's uh, related problems and other child related problems do you have a solution to what we can do mace <laughs> Um, I'm sorry. What do you think? Like I said, Mace, why are these children so out of control? Yeah. You know, you reap what you sow, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. We, when we were kids, we knew what was expected of us. You know, if you went to visit relatives or your grandparents, you were seen, not heard. You didn't get into trouble. And when you went to visit your grandparents, it may have, may have been boring as heck for you, but you behaved yourself. That's an interesting word, expectations, because I think it's one of the prime parenting fundamentals that kids rise or fall to your expectations. Right. Put some expectations on it. Make them reasonable, of course. Right. But by the same token, expect things of them because, again, they tend to rise to level of expectation. And where there's no expectation, they tend to fall to that level of expectation. Parenting is hard work, but that's your job. I was in a Macy's one day shopping by myself. And I was in the men's section. You know how they had those big round tables and they had all the ties out nicely? This little kid went by. His mother had another child in the stroller and there was another woman with a child and a child in the stroller. Kid went by and swept all the ties oh. off the table. Oh, my God. And she just just didn't say anything to him. Just They just went right on. I had to hold myself back from smacking the kid and smacking the mother. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Yeah. You know? So it's a good that's a teaching opportunity right. right there but he wouldn't have dared done it if the mother had set right he only did it because he thought he could right ron's being particularly quiet about this no, no oh, okay. i just i really 
you guys were doing good. I just didn't want to. This is a karma situation. This yeah. is a reap what you sow situation. When Ronnie was, yeah. my son was little, I went to visit one of my uncles in the hospital. He was my favorite uncle. So he um, he had an operation or whatever. And um, I had to take him with me because Ronnie was busy. And that's, that's no big deal. Ronnie did a lot of babysitting. But in any case, before we went, I sat him down and I explained to him, I said, you know, we're going to the hospital to visit my uncle. Now, usually children aren't allowed to go, but I'm expecting you to be quiet, you know, and not yep. act up. So we went and visited and my mother, and my sister were near the window talking and they said hi to my son. And he stood there. And then my sister came over to me and she says, Janet, we said hi to Ronnie. He didn't say anything. And then I realized he took us such to heart yep. that he couldn't even say hello. You told him to be quiet. Yeah. So I think the problem with this is, in, in my opinion, is is that uh, it's definitely a child dynamics thing. We have we don't know how many children they have, but there's definitely personalities involved. It's yeah. different children, so they don't get along well. And uh, so that's the problem. I mean, if they enjoy each other's company, then, you know, I'd, I'd make, uh, you know, uh, you know, wait until the kids are in school. I don't, we don't know. Once again, we don't know how old yeah. they are. Wait till their kids are in school or in daycare and then go out together and, and enjoy your, your company together uh, with all the children. Evidently, the dynamics between the two sets of children um, is not good. Yeah. And, and, you know, you could correct your kids, but if she's not doing her kids the same way, then you could have problems. That was, yeah. yeah. So it's both, both for us, but I mean, if you really enjoy your company and you want that time together, then, you know, I would make those meetings with your sister uh, when the kids aren't around, be quite frankly. <laughs> you know, that's my opinion anyways. Yep. But there's, there's not, quite frankly, it's, it's, it's difficult, especially nowadays, raising children. And I, I totally understand what they could uh, commensurate what they're going through. One of the... Um lessons you could impart here is you have these get-togethers with her and um don't invite the kids say you can't come yeah because that's what i was because the interaction saying. isn't great yeah. no but oh, you, you just point them off you said try to, I, I thought you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i thought your point was to do it when they're not around my point is to do it in spite of them in other words i'm gonna go meet up with her you guys can't come you don't behave well enough mm. and, and attach some consequences well, the to is, their action yeah we're, we're the kids how old we don't know the age of the kids we don't know a lot of yeah. dynamics yeah. about this but let you know we just Jan's right let the fathers take care <laughs> how come she gets credit for everything i say <laughs> and I'm you sorry. get credit for everything i say <laughs> i like got no voice I'm sorry, i lost track of who said that but let the fathers take care of them That's but just invite them from those get-togethers <laughs> because and make it clear to them it's like you guys don't get along well enough i'm not going to put up with that and again it's 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 putting expectations on right. them yeah yeah so anyway that's I would just do it, you know, have your own play dates without the kids. Yep. I think that's the only solution that I can think of. And make sure if they everything know. else has failed, then that's definitely yep. it. And make sure they know. Yeah. That's a good way too. Yeah. That's such a difficult situation when you don't disagree when you disagree with the parenting. The style kids might just not else. like each other parent, totally. Yeah. That's another problem, you know. Yeah. So, so you, solution's the same. Yeah. Don't no. put them together. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, all right, Lou, what do you got? Me or is it Jan? Jan did that one, did she? Okay. I think it is Lou's turn. I thought you did that. 
Okay, not, not me. I have four really good. Oh yeah, it was me. It is your turn. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Lou, you're good with that. You, you remember whose question turn it is, but you just can't remember who what said what. Yeah, that's okay. all. <laughs> <clears throat> My husband and I have been married for twelve years. He's a good friend, Mike. He has known since high school. Our marriage has become a bit, <clears throat> excuse me, a bit stale, and I find myself becoming more and more attracted to Mike. Quite frankly, I think I'm in love with him. My husband has done nothing wrong, but I want to be with Mike. <laughs> Whenever he comes over, I always dress in sexy clothes and flirt with him. My husband is totally oblivious to the whole thing. All my efforts at seduction have failed, and I am torn on what I should do next. What should I do? Well, first of all, you need a kick in the real lady. Second of all, what you're doing is stupid, dangerous. Um, if you have a, have a husband, Try spicing up your love life between you and your husband. Um, having an affair and doing the things that you've been doing in front of your husband are very negative and dangerous and foolish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, this seems like simple stuff. Mm, it does to me. And by the way, I'm of this opinion, whatever happens in your mind happens in your mind, but she's acting on it mm. and it's inappropriate to act on it. Exactly. Yeah. And if someone tells you to do it in front of her husband. Yep. And by the way, she says she's not getting a response. That's part of a signal too. <laughs> you think? Yeah. 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 Yep. We don't know what she looks like. <laughs> yeah. There's that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe she's 300 pounds or something. Ooh. I don't know. Ooh, but no, how do, how do it's, it's like Jen said, I don't want to see no 70-year-old grandmother naked. <laughs> but anyways. How does he think she's how does she think this is gonna end well? She in love with Mike. Yeah. Well, she Mike, hopes she's ended up with Mike. That's what she hopes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's playing with fire. Sad love my mother. She had all these cool expressions and analogies and stuff like that. And it's and it's true. You know, be careful what you wish for. You know, use your common sense. A lot of these questions today, I'm kind of dumbfounded. <laughs> it just seems like common sense. Mm, exactly. This, this is not good. There's no common sense anymore. Yeah. Even intelligent people are dumb at times. And if you want to have a long-term relationship with Mike, you don't start it this way. Right. Split up with your husband. Exactly. And then start up a relationship. Exactly. I think that's the key, Lou. If she really is in love with Mike, then the husband's got to go. It's simple as that. But that's like you make a bed, better lie in it. You know what I mean? Well, like she said, could she could divorce him and all of a sudden Mike has no interest, still has no yeah. interest. In right. Him. Yeah. What's the best case scenario here? She ends up with Mike, right? And they have a great relationship. Yeah. In her mind, that's the best case scenario. Yeah, exactly. That can't exist under these circumstances no. because, you know, you're breaking up friends and it's just like, it's not going to work this way. Detach yourself from your husband if, if that isn't going right. well enough for you and then exactly. try to start a relationship with Mike. Right. But the whole thing, if she's all in, like she said, her husband uh, has done nothing. This, uh, what she, what's the word she uses? Has done, done nothing wrong. Has done nothing wrong. So right. it's, I mean, it, it's, you know, it, it's all you, honey. Uh, you know, you, you got to make a decision. If you want to take that gamble and, and think that right. you and Mike can be happy together, if Mike is interested in you, Mike, Mike doesn't which seem doesn't interested. seem interested, yeah. then, you know, otherwise, you know, quite frankly, I'm not, not even sure why you're still married, because if you're, you have those thoughts in your minds already, then there'll be other mics, other right. other guys. So I don't I don't know. 
lady, go see a psychiatrist. <laughs> really? But again, try to figure out what your goal is. And if your goal is to end up with Mike, this is not the way to start it. Exactly. You know, split with your husband first. Yeah. First of all, because Mike, best case scenario, Mike might be hesitant because his friend is married to her. He's not going to do anything to her. Right. Right. One of them, at least, will have ethics. <laughs> I have four really good friends that I've known since high school. Two of us are married, two of us are not. We're constantly doing things together, going to shows, the movies, dinners, etc. One of my unmarried friends dresses provocatively, short skirts, plunging tops, and constantly flirts with my, any male we encounter. Some of us find it embarrassing. We have to deflect advances from some of these males. We have kiddingly told her we don't like it, but she doesn't seem to get the message. How should we deal with this? It's getting to be annoying. <laughs> getting to be. <laughs> well... I think they have to just lay it on the line and say that what she's doing is not appreciated. Um, we are getting um, kickback from men that you're floating with trying the same thing with us. This is, I am telling you this because I will not be part of this in the future either. If you want to be with us. Well, that's kind of harsh. Well, basically, you play by our rules, or oh, wait, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. I mean, it's it's there. You know, single is two single, two married couples. Now, married couples have a different approach than you know. They're already snagged their their trophies. Yes, so. but what she's doing is being insidious in the fact that she's looking for attention and flirting, causing other men to flirt with the married woman. Well, that's the way she is. I mean, she's your best friend. Well, that's my opinion anyway. What do you think, Lou? Uh, there's a couple different factors at play here. First of all, you've been friends since high school. You know who she is. You go exactly. out in these situations. Yeah. You know what you're getting into. Um, it's not her fault that those men are hitting on you. And I'm, I'm guessing married women get especially attractive married women and when they're out alone get hit on constantly I anyway. I think so, yeah. I, I don't know if it's necessarily... it doesn't help when she takes her wedding band off. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is kind of listen. If you you know what the deal is, if you don't want to be involved with this woman and go out with it, don't go out with it. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know she can tell her why she is not happy with her, and if the friend is a real friend, then she'll think about it. But the, you're asking somebody to change their who they are, and, and it's it's not going to happen. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I understand. I agree with kind of all of this, but she can tone it down while mm -hmm. they're together if that's mm -hmm. what the group wants. It's, it's their personality. It's like asking me not to be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be done. Now that you put it that way, <laughs> it makes sense to me. What if you had a friend that was a good friend to you? I'm talking about men. And whenever you, the three of you would go out, he couldn't stop drinking. He would drink until they got you know, fall in his face, drunk. Oh, uh, that's totally different. You can't even compare the two. Men, right. are, this dynamic with men is different. It's totally different, and and falling drunk, drink is, is is totally that's that's a health problem and a legal problem and a whole bunch of other problems if you fall down drunk all the time. Yeah. Now, have we been out with men who fall down drunk before? Yeah, but you know, it's it's they're not alcoholics necessarily. They just. Uh, but if a guy if a guy in a group like this is out of line, the other guys will tell him. Yeah. <laughs> they don't yeah, necessarily hold exactly. back, right? That's my opinion. Yes. Yeah. 
men tell their friends. It's totally different. Once again, it's a plus falling down drunk is a little different from her flirting, being a single woman and and flirting with men. You know, she is what she is. I mean, she's your friend, and you know she's that way. Then you just deal with it. By the way, someone comes over and hits on you as a married woman. That's a compliment. Just just show the ring, and it's Mm. done, right? Isn't it? Yeah, there you go. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Just show the ring. Yep. Just show the ring, and it's done. Yeah, that type of thing. I don't know. Of course, some men take that as a challenge. You know, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on how egotistic they are. I guess in summary, I understand all the dynamics here. In summary, I'm kind of giving her a little bit of play here. I mean, you know who she is. You're going out in a group. You know what she's going to do. You accept it. You don't accept it. I'm giving a total play. Yeah. I. She is who she is. And, you know, she's your friend. You've known her since high school. The other girls know her, too. You go out together. You're not, you're not turning down the invitations. So it is what it is. I mean, it's like, you know, going to a uh, rap concert, concert and then be <laughs> appalled because you hear dirty music. I mean, dirty language. Right. You know, it's, it's, it is what it is. You just deal with it or I don't go. Simple as that. Yeah. And it's not, you get together as a group of friends on an occasional basis. It's not like, you know, she's with you all the time mm-hmm. and just ruining every occasion by. And you can't judge, you know, don't judge her by your standards. You know, you're married. You don't You don't care. But uh, maybe she needs a little bit more. But whatever. All right, Ron. Oh, me? Yep. You know what? Let Jen do another one. Oh, let's see. Oh, never mind. I got one. Okay. <laughs> Just happen to flip it. Okay. I work in an office of a medium-sized company. I am sure my boss is having an affair with one of the girls. Okay. I believe they even had sex in his office. I like my boss who is married and would hate to see him ruin his life over this girl. I have caught him in some uncompromising situations and have, and have said nothing and pretended it never happened. I am really concerned for him. Yeah. Any suggestions how to handle this? Yeah. Mind your own business. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. In this case, you have not your circus, not your monkeys. I like this expression. That is cute. <laughs> yeah. Or, I mean, they're not friends, right? She's just, just she, she likes them. She likes him. He, he's her boss. Yeah, but she's made it clear she likes him. So I, I, think, I think they have a good relationship. Yeah, I think yeah. he's made it clear what his feelings are on this particular issue. <laughs> yeah. You don't give up. Yeah. I, you can't stop people from, I don't know. You can't save everybody. I don't think it's a role in her life, in his life, to for her to save him from this. Do you think it, I mean, a lot of these questions, do you think it's a lot of people just stick their nose in where they, they shouldn't be? I mean, now we, we've become more of a society that's dominated by our own views. Otherwise, we instill our own views, our own beliefs on on every situation and uh we want to change those situations uh that are not conforming with to our views yeah but i can understand a situation like this where it's like i like the guy i don't want him to i don't want him to screw up but you can't you don't it's not your role to save everybody right it's a boss too right it's a boss that could be uncomfortable in other situations yeah so think about it it's an open situation for you lady well yeah there's a win just keep your head down do your job and go home right yeah, exactly. that's yeah. the win. No win if you insert yourself into that situation. Right. Yeah, it's going to put. Well, I was going to say it's going to put him in an uncomfortable situation, but he's putting himself in an uncomfortable situation. And that could put her in an uncomfortable situation no, even yeah. more. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, if she gets involved, she's not going to win. Plus, 
what do people think? He's she's going to have a conversation. You know, this is wrong. You shouldn't be doing this, or this is not going to end well for you. And he's going to go, oh, okay, and it stop it. No, it's not going to happen. Yeah. He's he's gone through this decision process already. If this is happy, if he's having sex in his office with the woman, he's gone through this decision process. You're not, probably mm. not going to sway him. Right. Mm. That's an upset. I'm, and then he's going to be upset with you for opening yeah. your big mouth. Yep. Uh, yeah, the, the way you could sideways uh, do it, it. Okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm, I'm interested in you. Uh, the way you could sideways do it is like this is just not a good look in the office. Just so you know, people know. That's a good way of doing mm. it. Yeah. Yeah. So you make it a business, make it a business situation. Yeah. Mine was a little bit more. In your face? Yeah. You could send a note, type note, of course, so that you couldn't see handwriting. <laughs> Keep it in your pants <laughs> <laughs> and leave it on its desk. <laughs> yeah. Again, well, yeah. Something anonymous. Yeah. Anonymous. Know. Definitely anonymous. <laughs> but is it, I, I don't know if it's just, oh, I don't know. It's not a great situation, but I don't know if it's your it's her situation. No, it isn't. It's just like the the guy at the wedding. It's it's not like right. <laughs> No, no, that guy had zero responsibility <laughs> for any of that. <laughs> he wasn't even bothered by it, apparently. If it's upset her so much, then she should go to HR, which will end up no. He'll losing his job. Her the other person losing his job, and yeah, yeah. That that's if that's what you want, honey, go for it. I mean, that's if you feel responsibility. Our HR rules just. Sweeping under the Why would cup. this upset you to that extent? Just because she likes him. She doesn't want anything to happen to his marriage. Oh, she's jealous? Probably. <laughs> reading a lot into this at this point. Yeah, we're reading an awful lot. Or maybe is it another worker? Did, yeah, it's another worker. Yeah, it's another yeah. worker. Yeah. So she's maybe she his... wants a promotion that Ooh. she knows she's not going to get. <laughs> she's not his savior. <laughs> See, that's a problem, though. The mm. woman gets a promotion that she should have got, then I'm raising high holy hell. Right. Yeah. Just from a moral standpoint of like, I, I like you. I don't want you to get involved in this. Like, mm. no, just keep your head down. Mm. All right. All right. Yeah, we, we are running out of time here. So you want to do one more or you want to call it? So one more. Okay. Who wants it? I'll do it. You got it. Our 12-year-old son was a good student in school up until this year. His grades have gone down considerably. And he's become somewhat of a behavior problem. We've tried a variety of things to put him back on track, but all have failed. Help. We have to know the nature of the problem. Mm. Is it uh, associates? Is it drugs? Is it, and it could be drugs at this point. Well, we don't know. Or it could be both. It's it's grades, right? And behavioral, but we don't. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to find, you got to identify the source of it. Mm -hmm. That's tough. You know, in, in all fairness, uh, it, it, and I know this from experience, is that you can't, impose even though you have children uh you can lead a hostile water but you can't make them drink so you can do all kinds of punishments and all kinds of things and if they're not going to do it they're not going to do it and from experience that was me <laughs> so uh you know i mean that's that's the problem it's a difficult thing and, and it's usually something hopefully it'll be sorted out in life but once again it, it could be a you, you got to identify the problem yes. and right so the only way to me to do that, if, if you sit down and talk with them and you don't get any, any response that way, then it is to go to a professional, either a social worker or a, or a psychiatrist and uh, see if they can identify what's going on. I think you go to the school first and try to see if they have any insights on whether his 
group dynamic has changed or schools are woven. You never find anything on. But it's a good place to start. Yeah, because I mean they see him in the situation where whatever the influence is that has changed this has happened at school. Mm -hmm. Right? It hasn't happened at home. We don't know. It's a good guess. Yeah, it's a happen. real good place to start. But the big thing is you have to identify what changed. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And he's 12 years what old. What he's dealing with. Well, puberty probably. I was just gonna say that really. <laughs> Start in puberty, not understanding everything that's going on. He might be, um, yeah, he might be falling behind the class. He might be being bullied in class. Yep. You know, could be a million things. Yeah, exactly. It's like Ron was bullied in school. We never knew about it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to change the whole dynamic for the kid with them with school. And that's going to affect grades and it's going to affect his, his mental health and his behavior as well. So, and unfortunately, nowadays, there's so much sexuality out there and children younger and younger I made aware of all these things that we didn't have to, well, I didn't have to deal with till I was out of high school. Yep. You know, they learned so much about stuff. It horrifies me. And maybe he's running into a gender yeah, fluid situation or he's, yeah. you know, maybe he thinks he's gay or, you know. Needs to change his gender. How did we jump into that? <laughs> well, well we're trying to figure out what changed here. And right. with puberty, you start getting into these types of issues. It's, maybe, it's they really him, maybe they won't let him play football. Maybe they want to learn to play football. You got to find out whatever the story is. Right. Right. And I think question one goes to school, you know, teachers. And because they're seeing them in situations, they're, they're seeing the friend dynamic. Don't they have parent teacher meetings anymore? Or is well, that something in the past? grammar school, but not in high school. Yeah. They don't? We used to have them. In grammar school. No, we used school. to have them in high school. You did? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. They We had a day that everybody, you know, you came in and you, you yeah. Did I you guarantee you there are former friends too. Maybe you talk to them or friends that are on the outs a little bit, just as the parents are a little bit because this change in dynamic probably put some friends on the outside yeah, too, but they're not going to tell. They're not something gonna going to on there for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. definitely. Got to find out what it is. That's, that's step one. And then once you find out what the cause is, your response will become evident, I think. Mm. All right. So unfortunately we ran out of time. This is, show goes by so fast. It does. Right? You know, it like, does. I, I really enjoy it. So I do too. Yeah. But uh, anyways, we've got to wrap it up. So I guess we're going to do the last word, I guess. Yes. Okay. So today's last word is listen to people. God gave us two ears. And unless uh, we use them, we're not going to really know what's going on. So listen. And that's the last word. He gave us two ears. So we hear twice as much as we talk.